Now the voices of Congressman Brian Babin, restaurant owner Angela Marsden, and Dr. Jane Orient in this week's edition of Hear It Now. Under the guise and the excuse of COVID protection, they uh, went and violated their own states. Many, many states violated their own laws regarding elections. This is dangerous. Mayor Garcetti and Gavin Newsom is responsible for every single person that doesn't have unemployment, that does not have a job, and all the businesses that are going under. And we need your help. We need somebody to do something about this. We urge the committee to exercise your oversight functions over federal agencies that are effectively blocking treatment that could prevent 100,000 needless deaths and stop the crippling fear and the destruction of millions of livelihoods. Hear it now. Biograph Company LLC through affiliated broadcast radio stations and online media platforms worldwide presents a document for ear based on the news and the people who made it. All the voices and sounds you hear are real and presented as they were spoken in the heat and confusion of a world in crisis. It is broadcast in the hope that this collection of these scraps of sound into a weekly recorded history may add another dimension of understanding in the difficult days ahead. As the shock year of 2020 comes to a close, two Herculean issues still loom. A questionable and nefarious presidential election yet to be determined, and the conclusion of a foreign virus the fear more dangerous than the disease itself. And those separate, these two issues can and do intermingle. We will explore. In the heated litigations over this most unusual of all presidential elections with false ballots and illegal votes, Texas Congressman Brian Babin took things one step further, a bill introducing that no dead person can vote. But tell us about this bill that you are putting through. I think it's just it's just amazing what you're doing over there. Yes, thank thank you. Uh, yes, and it isn't it uh, lamentable that we have to offer a bill uh, like the You Must Be Alive to Vote Act, H.R. 8830. However, uh, our great democratic republic is based on the, a transparent and open, uh, honest election process. Now, this does not include uh, grants, uh, United States uh, federal grants to law enforcement agencies, only for the Department of Ed- uh, Education and Transportation. Right. And isn't it ironical, I serve as the uh, ranking or lead Republican uh, on the uh, House Subcommittee on Space and Aeronautics, and we deal with high-tech space, human space exploration, all of the satellite high-tech uh, stuff that we have in that where we have authorization over NASA 
And here we are in the age of, of artificial intelligence, quantum computing, spacecraft. We will soon land humans again on, on the moon and on to Mars. And shouldn't we expect that when a ballot comes in uh, and you see that someone was born in 1902 and be 100, 118 years old, right. there should be an alarm bell go off automatically in the system. And uh, this is what we need to do. We've got to get these local counties, whatever reason, whether it's intentional, laziness, or what have you, have got to have an incentive to purge these people from their voter list so that people don't vote multiple times, dead people don't vote. And quite frankly, uh, this will put teeth in the bill and uh, give an incentive for these, uh, these county governments uh, to clean up their voter list. And right. that's what that's what it's all about. We've got to have confidence by the American people in our election process. Absolutely. Almost 75 million Americans voted for Donald J. Trump for president. And 70 percent of these people think the election was stolen. What gave you the idea to be able to put this bill through of the voting dead bill? Well, I have a great staff. Uh, we have uh, some some real creative folks that uh, uh, we have here in our office, and there was a number of things that we wanted to introduce. I mean, certainly, uh, we've seen a lot of what what I would call nothing but corruption, and uh, so we felt like this barely touches the the tip of the iceberg on the corruption and the anomalies of our election process. But at least it's one it's one uh, a target that we can attack, and. Uh, Quite frankly, uh, when I uh, when we started the 116th Congress uh, back last year, uh, the very first bill that Nancy Pelosi introduced from the Democrats was HR1, and they entitled it "For the People Act." I remember that. And what it is, it basically had the Democratic Party take over, federally take over our election process, which has always been up to the states and counties, and. Uh, I've proudly voted against it in the House. It never made it to the Senate. Uh, we still have the majority there, it's the Republicans in the Senate. However, these Democrats went to activist Democrat judges, filed lawsuits prior to the uh, election this year, and and in the in the under the guise and the excuse of COVID protection, yeah, they uh, went and violated their own states, many many states violated their own laws regarding elections. And so they, they took the HR1 that never was passed last year uh, and implemented many of their uh, many of its provisions through activist uh, uh, liberal Democrat judges where you had drive-through voting, you had unsolicited mail-in ballots sent to millions of individuals, which was illegal and, and absolutely contrary to their own state's laws. Uh, and uh, you had automatic uh, registration and same-day registration right. uh, of people from the, I'll give you an example, of a welfare list. Uh, on and on and on. Uh, and this is what I, why I'm so proud of, uh, of the Attorney General of, of my great state of Texas Absolutely. filing this lawsuit and having been joined by 17 other states uh, to push back against these states, uh, four states to be exact, uh, who had these anomalies and absolutely violated their own state election laws. 
and we want the, the Supreme Court to review this. And uh, the ballots that, that were cast, and there is so much smoke here, Thomas. Let me tell you, there's got to be fire. Oh, wow. When you have hundreds of thousands of ballots that were mail-in, uh, and only the top, uh, only the presidential race was checked, and all of them for Biden, or the huge majority of them for Biden, none of the down race ballots were, were marked. None of those races were marked. Uh, so it's just highly improbable. And uh, it was it's just, a uh, you know, we've seen so many times Trump received more minority votes than any GOP president since 1960. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He won 19 of 20 bellwether counties across the, uh, the country. And we've got a tough president who is a fighter. And I'm urging him not to give up. Right. He received 11 million more votes this election than he did in 2016 and still lost. And as I said, the 74 million, almost 75 million Americans who voted for him, 70% of those think it was stolen. We still can't get our answers. And that this is why I think we've got to restore confidence in our election process. Absolutely. Our entire democratic process, our great republic, is dependent upon transparent elections where, where the people, the American people, have confidence that it is honest. And if they simply do not have that confidence, and we've got to restore that trust in the democratic process, or the tra the peaceful transfer of power that we're so noted for around the world and through through history, uh, will be a thing of the past. The importance of losing your right to vote and being a banana republic is at the verge of if we were on the verge of World War III, and I hope I'm not overstating it. You are not overstating this. This is a very hazardous position to for our country to be in. We, uh, I can't state uh, state on this uh, on this uh, call uh, that we have absolute evidence uh, or proof, I should say. Uh, of foreign interference in this government in this right. uh, election process, but we think that there has to be, and I think there's absolutely the need uh, for us to to prevent to prevent the Democrats uh, from sweeping all of these allegations under the rug. And and I'm going to say this quite frankly, we've got a lot of weak-minded Republicans. I know why Governor Brian Kemp from Georgia has not allowed for a recheck of the signatures on these mail-in ballots. Uh, the Secretary of State there, the same way. Why judges are disregarding evidence of corruption. And quite frankly, if the GOP don't stand together and fight for election integrity, we may never have an honest election again. When you see this, it cries out that this is so crooked. There's no other nefarious, crooked, something that I never thought I would see definitely in my lifetime. Well, yeah, you know what, shocking. Thomas? You are an honest uh, news person. You are an honest reporter. You are an honest well, Thank you, sir. You are an honest radio personality. And, uh, you know, we've, we've got the hard left mainstream media that simply sweeps things under the rug because the means justifies, uh, I mean, the ways justifies the means. Exactly. And uh, we absolutely, they, they, they will excuse any type of action, whether it be hypocrisy or dishonesty, if it leads to their agenda 
being implemented. And I think this is something uh, that differentiates you uh, from a lot of our mainstream media. That that, mean, uh, that means a lot, you know, sir. I, Thank you. Listen, if there are people that are violating the law, if they're Republicans, they need to be prosecuted. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sent to jail. Absolutely. It, it Ab- should, uh, this bill of mine and all the uh, things that we've been talking about should be supported by both sides of the aisle, by 435 members of the House. Absolutely. 100 members of the U.S. Senate. Absolutely. Uh, it's, th- we want honesty. That's what has to happen. Well, this is this is criminal. And and another thing, if I may put interject in this, and I know that you were introducing the bill before the news came in, and I'm glad you brought this up, sir. Um, one of the things that I think is just admirable is what your attorney general Ken Paxton did in Texas. Withhold you had he had to withhold a lot of the information on this suit that Texas is the state of Texas is bringing up because otherwise it would have been undermined you are fighting an enemy uh, I cannot stress this enough and I I sound I sound like Joseph McCarthy I do but there is socialist communist insurgents and I believe it's in both parties not nearly as much as in the Republican party as the Democrat Democrat party is gone uh, John F Kennedy is spinning in his grave spinning yes, my yes. dad knew him and he would be spinning being a world war uh, to vet and the what his policies were on what is going on that a a, a socialist agenda uh, from Cuba too. After what he went through with Fidel Castro, he would be just. Uh, what what can I say? It, it, it's well, you know what, I, I'm like you. My father was a World War II veteran in the Pacific War, U.S. Right. Army. I'm a veteran of the Army myself. Well, God bless you and thank and, you for your service. That's great. Well, you're you're welcome. I also served in the Air Force. I have a son who served 13 years in the Navy as a right. Navy SEAL. Three combat. Uh, tours. That's a lot. And, uh, That's a lot. We, you know, the, the the American military has fought and sacrificed for 244 years uh, to keep us free and have our our, our, our liberties uh, preserved. And now we've got a, a an attempted coup. And Congressman, I think the president knows this as well. You know what, Thomas? This is the most effective president I've seen in my lifetime. Me too. And that includes our other Republicans that I've seen during my life. Yeah. This man is fearless. Uh, He has been effective. He's the most pro-life president I've seen. He's the most patriotic president I've seen. Uh, He is so strong for our military. He's tried to, to do his best, even without the help of Congress, to secure our borders. Uh, on and on, uh, lowering our taxes, creating the best economy we've seen in almost uh, three quarters of a century. Uh, he has done a masterful job with uh, Operation uh, Warp Speed uh, to try to get us a vaccine. Absolutely. And uh, you know what? Uh, we absolutely have got to. Uh, and, and let me let me back up just a little bit. No problem. The 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 lawsuit by the state of Texas is not asking for President Trump to win. It's asking the Supreme Court uh, to take a look and see how the state election laws were violated uh, by uh, by the courts and by the Democratic local governments. Uh, and, and quite frankly, the, the votes that they cast, there's so many of them that were done illegally. 
uh, you know, contrary to their own state laws, all in the guise of COVID. Uh, I think this COVID has been used like a sledgehammer on the people of the United States uh, now for almost going yes. on a year. And where is it from, sir? Where is it from? It is from communist-run China. Well, they don't call it the China. They don't call it the China flu for nothing. That's right. And can you tell our listeners more of a simplified version? If you can take the time to do this, sir, I do appreciate this, so they can understand how important this uh, suit uh, from t the state of Texas is, and the gathering of the other states. I think it's like seventeen now uh, for. What, how this is going to affect the presidential election and kind of the mechanics of it, kind of in a simplified term so people can understand? Because a lot of people are not understanding what's going on, and they need to know from our representatives what, in more of a simplified term, what is going on and how this is going to affect the presidential election, if, if I may ask that. You sure may. And I, first off, let me, let me preface this with I'm not an attorney. I'm a dentist. I practiced dentistry for right. 36 years. Uh, now, if, if this was like getting doing a root canal or taking out a tooth or something, well, I, I, I would know how to attack it. But I will tell you what uh, what my impression is of talking to other people who are in the know and who are attorneys. Uh, uh, Ken Paxton, our attorney general, uh, has filed a suit and been joined by 17 other states. Uh, to And he is questioning the uh, the what what has happened in these in these four states? It's Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, there's Pennsylvania, and uh, there's four states, and they all violated their own election law. And I, I mentioned this earlier. Uh, they rather than the state legislatures going back and changing the election law right. if they were going to change it under the for the from the excuse of covid the legislature was the one that should have done that the courts do not have the right to violate you know uh, existing law and yet that's exactly what has happened with, with drive through voting with same day registration uh, with drop boxes uh, that are not man. Uh, the, the inability to to be able to have a chain of, of possession of of these ballots uh, and and on and on and and so what they're saying, they're not saying that let's throw out the election and let's give it to to uh, President Trump. What they're saying is let's determine which ones, which of these ballots are illegally done, right. which ones were done. Uh, under a a court order in violation of existing state law, if that was done, then throw those votes out. And if it still comes out that President Trump lost, we will accept that. Right. If it comes out that he won, then we will certainly accept, accept that. that. Exactly. But the Democrats are not willing to even look under the rug or pull back the curtain to see exactly what happened here. And I am praying that we that our new. Uh, conservative majority on the Supreme Court of the United States will take this up and see that the damage, if they do not take it up, the damage done to this country may be irreparable. Our, our, our great republic may be in its last day.
I am Conor McGregor, multiple weight MMA champion. I'm a fighter and I've been through many battles in the octagon. Many consider my fights in the octagon heroic, but the real life heroes are those men and women who fight to protect us every day. The real life fighters, the real life heroes, are the firefighters and police officers. These first responders are true heroes because these brave men and women put themselves in the line of danger every single day protecting us all. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation ensures that first responders from fire, EMS and police departments who are killed in the line of duty with young children have a home without the burden of a mortgage. They are my heroes. They need our help today. I'd like to ask you to join me in donating $11 a month to support their efforts. Your $11 a month honours and supports our first responders. Please call now at 1-844-BRAVEST or visit tunneltotowers.org. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA, America's wireless companies, and the National Safety Council. Every day we take steps to keep the people we love safe, but some health risks are easy to miss. Ticks hiding in the yard can spread germs that can cause Lyme disease and Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Mice searching for sources of food can spread bacteria and disease. Mosquitoes breed in standing water and can transmit illnesses like West Nile virus and Zika virus. Cockroaches are drawn to water in the home and can leave behind allergens that trigger asthma attacks. Stinging insects attack in defense of their nests and send more than half a million people to the emergency room every year. Household pests are a threat to our health. Learn what you can do to protect your family at pestworld.org. Hearts have always been a symbol of love and of life. But if the heart valves inside us don't work properly, people can feel tired, out of breath, and weak. Many mistake these signs of heart valve disease simply as symptoms of growing older. But the truth is, heart valve disease affects 11 million Americans, and if left untreated, can lead to death. The good news is that if heart valve disease is treated, patients can recover and live long, happy, and productive lives. But in order to treat heart valve disease, you need to know if you have it. If you or your loved ones are over the age of 65 and are experiencing symptoms like shortness of breath, dizziness, or fatigue, it's time to have your doctor listen to your heart. And if you've been diagnosed with heart valve disease, follow up with your doctor to discuss new treatment options that may be available. A message sponsored by Heart Valve Voice US. For more information about the symptoms and treatments for valve disease, go to heartvalvevoice-us.org. 
Because of the utter mishandling of the COVID-19 virus, including California with unfair lockdowns, it has forced many small businesses to close permanently, while large corporate malls and stores stay wide open. With this, a local restaurant and bar owner, Angela Marsden, made a short video on YouTube. This video went viral. So this is my place, the Pineapple Hill Grill and Saloon. If you go to my page, you can see all the work I did for outdoor dining, for tables being seven feet apart. And I come in today because I'm organizing a protest and I came in to get stuff for that. And I walk into my parking lot and obviously Mayor Garcetti has approved this. Has approved this being set up for this being set up for for a movie company i'm losing everything everything i own is being taken away from me and they set up a movie company right next to my outdoor patio which is right over here and people wonder why i'm protesting and why i have had enough <laughs> they have not given us money and they have shut us down we cannot survive. My staff cannot survive. Look at this. Tell me that this is dangerous, but right next to me as a slap in my face, that's safe. This is safe. 50 feet away. This is dangerous. Mayor Garcetti and Gavin Newsom is responsible for every single person that doesn't have unemployment, that does not have a job, and all the businesses that are going under. And we need your help. We need somebody to do something about this. It's the twilight zone right now, you know? Um, for me, I've owned my business for 10 years, but my business has been in, in this spot since 1978. I'm the third owner. We are a Cheers neighborhood bar where we are the heart of the community. I am a small business and right. as a small business, you, you do it for the love of your community. Your community is your family and your, your you know, the people who work for you are your family. So right. I followed every, all the rules. We opened up, uh, excuse me, to um, take out. And um, I knew when we were doing that, I would take a loss, um, but I needed to keep some of my staff employed. After everything was done on the outside. We did then you get temperature checks, gloves, face masks, wow. face shields on top of face masks. That's what they wanted. You to wear a mask and a plastic shield over your face. They wear a mask, they wear gloves, they take temperatures, and they have a small chance of getting COVID or they have a heat stroke. Yes. I mean, what do you want me to do here? Exactly. You know? And so, no money, we made no money in August, barely made any money in September. October comes around and we see our first profit. I hire these, takes two weeks to get them trained, and then I'm told two days before Thanksgiving that you must shut down. The whole thing? You can go to to-go, which is not an option because... But you have to shut down your outside as well. Outside dining's got to be shut down. Did you get any notice on this? Two days before Thanksgiving, I have to tell my staff 
that I cannot open for to go, and you no longer have a now, job. Now, were they going to shut you down before Thanksgiving or after? The or? night before Thanksgiving, they shut us down. Wow. The night before and the day of are some of the busiest days in this that, industry. That's, I don't care what people say. i got to start speaking out. And so I started posting on my Facebook, and I said, I'm just going to show everybody what's going on. I came in that day for last paychecks. Literally, I'm giving, on that Friday, last paychecks and bags of groceries of food that might go bad for my staff. My manager's crying. She's like, my unemployment's out in two weeks. I don't know what I'm going to do. My new hire has a three-year-old. She's not even paying her rent. You mentioned your yeah. GoFundMe. Yes, uh, but So yeah. what, what, what we need to do first, though, yeah. is you are going to jail. There are people out there. Yes. And I'm going to start now. There are people out there that are restaurateurs or business people that have no choice, that are willing to go to jail to defy these unfair laws that are showing to the larger companies, the larger corporations, they're giving them a free pass. They're not willing. They have no choice. Exactly. Ten Horn Flats has nothing left to lose. Nothing left to lose. Nothing. Everything has been taken. They have no money left. They have no money to sustain. So what are they going to do? And they're threatening to take our license, our liquor license, permanently away. Who knows if he's going to end up getting arrested like the guy in New Jersey. There's nothing, there's nothing left for them to take. That's the issue. You know, for me, I'm fortunate enough. I have had donations come in, and I'm trying to fight it. Where, you know, I, I, I applaud and stand with them. And if we come at it from all different ways, it's not politics, it's people. Right. You know, like write to the governor, put pressure on these people, show these leaders that we will no longer take this this black and white, you know, do or die thing. The COVID virus. It kills thousands of people every week, every month. But is there other remedies for it? A lot of these viewpoints have been suppressed, but no longer. For we are going to be speaking with Dr. Jane Orient, who actually went in front of a Senate committee to testify on COVID-19. And she is now here to let us know the truth. Among many other things, clinical lecture in medicine. Uh, she's managing editor of Journal of American Physicians and Surgeons, just to name a few uh, of a long list of, uh, of uh, things that you have done and that you've accomplished. And so happy to have you on our program, Doctor. Thank you. Well, what, what we're going to be speaking about is um, I know you have been an advocate uh, on on the COVID-19 virus, something that is just absolutely horrible that is in our country, something that a lot has not been known. Uh, there's there's double answers. There's uh, there's a fog of confusion, and uh, we are reaching out to to true doctors such as yourself uh, to be able to guide us and the people in the proper way of of how to and a, and, a, and a viewpoint to be able to see what it's all about and and if you could just let us know your feelings on covid uh what you're working on 
and uh, to let our audience know. The most important thing about COVID is that it is a treatable disease. So often, doctors are telling patients, go home, isolate yourself, uh, hydrate yourself, maybe take some Tylenol to make yourself feel better, and go to the ER if you are really, really sick and you can't breathe. And the NIH guidelines are to do nothing, basically, until the patient's sick enough to be in the hospital and on oxygen. Then you can give remdesivir, even though even the World Health Organization disagrees with that because the evidence in favor of it is so weak. And then if you really, really need a lot of oxygen, maybe they'll give you some dexamethasone. And so the, the hospital mortality of this disease is truly horrible. And once patients are intubated, as many as 80% of them will die. And there is no reason for that. Our medical staffs are overstressed and our ICUs are filling up. And what we need to do is to keep people from getting sick enough to need to go to the hospital. And yet there is such resistance to that at the, at the level of the federal government, the FDA, but also for organized medicine, the AMA, the Infectious Diseases Society of America are all in favor of no treatment. I mean, this is the first time I've ever seen anything like this. We do early treatment for everything, heart attacks, uh, cancer, um, sepsis. If you would go to the emergency room for sepsis, they got to start you on, on antibiotics within four to six hours empirically because they don't know exactly what the infection is yet. If you get herpes, it's acyclovir immediately, influenza, Tamiflu immediately. If you're suspected that you've been exposed to HIV AIDS, you get a cocktail of drugs, which are expensive and pretty toxic immediately. But with COVID-19, it's go away, don't come, don't come contaminate our clinic. Even infectious diseases specialists are telling family doctors, we are not consulting on COVID-19 on outpatients at least. What is your opinion on uh, the lockdowns that's happening now in the United States and especially out here where we're based at in California. There, as you know, there are people losing their businesses. Does it help at all? Uh, I've noticed there, there are other countries or even Florida where they have not done a lockdown hardly at all. And they actually, it is going down. Well, exactly. And people have to get immune to this. And you're not going to get immune to this if you're staying at home, you're staying indoors, not getting any sunshine, not getting any contact with people. Your immune system is probably deteriorating and you're going to be much more susceptible to COVID-19 and everything else when you finally come out. The lockdowns have been highly destructive, not just for business. It's not a question of people versus money. It's a question of lives versus lives. People are dying because of the lockdowns. Old people are dying of neglect and depression. Young people are even shooting themselves. Um, there's more drug right. abuse. It's, it's, and plus just being impoverished is very bad for your health. And many is. people are, are, are just not knowing what they're gonna do to put food on the table or to pay their rent. And one has to wonder about just how bizarre things are going on that for a disease that may be worse than the uh, annual flu, but it's certainly not worse than other diseases that we've seen before. We are destroying our country. We're destroying our livelihoods. We're destroying small business. We're destroying families and churches exactly. and 
and just without any of this randomized controlled trials that uh, Dr. Fauci, for example, touts. Right. But worldwide, we have a lot of experience with nations that have been having lockdowns and mass mandates and things that are more or less tyrannical or oppressive and finding out that it really doesn't seem to make very much difference in the course of the disease. It's out there. It's everywhere. Probably everyone is going to get exposed to it. And the key is not a cloth mask. Maybe that helps a little bit. But the key is having a strong immune system and having the availability of early affordable treatment. Exactly. Prevention is the key, like in every disease. We need to give people accurate information, not just terrify them every day. Right. And that the people who are sick should stay home. And they should particularly stay away from people who are particularly susceptible to this. Of course, wash your hands. Of course, use good right. hygiene. Makes sense to use masks in the proper setting, but probably not. Certainly not while you're jogging. It might You might drop dead from the mask. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but and but you need to have access to a physician who will provide you with early treatment if you need it so your your basic advice to all of our people out there is to make sure that your physician make sure they're giving you the proper treatment and get the knowledge for yourself that you need the proper knowledge like from your group from other doctors out there and hear all sides of it and really understand that this is it's a it's a tough time but it's it's a beatable it is a beatable virus it is um please get our free book at aapsonline.org and read it share it make sure your doctor sees it and be informed and knowledgeable not panic stricken <laughs> And this is my story. I was born with osteogenesis imperfecta or brittle bone disease. I have broken my bones almost 200 times and I have had 11 surgeries. But I didn't let that stop me. I love to bike ride, climb, race, and I'm learning how to stand and walk. But I can only do all of this because of generous people like you and Shriners Hospitals for Children. Because of people like you, Shriners Hospitals for Children has helped more than 1.3 million kids just like me, regardless of their family's ability to pay. Shriners Hospitals for Children is only able to provide this world-class, life-changing medical care because of the generous gifts of people just like you. Because of you, I can ride my bike. I can play basketball. Because of people like you, I can run. I can smile. Will you send your love to the rescue today? When you go to loveshriners.org right now and give just 63 cents a day, you're helping kids just like me. Like me. Like me. When you give today, we'll send you this adorable love to the rescue blanket as a thank you and a reminder of the love you gave to a kid just like me. Your gift, no matter how small, can help a child today. This is your moment to make a difference. When you pick up your phone, you know you have it right there, and call to give. You're helping kids like me. Thank you. Thank you. Gracias. Thank you. Please call or go online now if operators are busy 
please call again or give right away at loveshriners.org. Your gift makes a difference. Thank you for giving. Most of us want to make some type of difference in the lives of others. St. Jude does miraculous work. The fact that no one has to pay, it's a place where everyone is treated as an equal. Everybody is welcome here, and it doesn't matter, you know, your religion or, you know, what part of the world you're from, that just sort of all that is taken away. It just gives you some hope. Yo siento que soy parte de, de esa bendición que ese niño recibió al irse a su casa ya sanado. It's just a nice feeling to put your energy into something that really does genuinely make a difference in a child's life. There's just no greater gift. If we have the ability to help, then we have a responsibility to help. After all we have heard, after all we have listened to today, why is there so much denial, obvious concealments of actions, yes, even suppressions of information to the public? Why? Anything that negates the narrative that is contradictory to the cause of the COVID virus is silenced as the same with the election. The strange election that is nefarious, it is stopped and silenced. The COVID virus, by all signs, was intentional, and even American University faculty members were connected with it. These members went to Wuhan, and they had virus vials that are used in virus development a siege that is killing thousands of people every week, that is destroying the United States and world economy, and that has enslaved the world. And now, a nefarious election that is not only questionable, but has loose links with communist China. And now those links are finally coming to light with a lot more. Mr. Swalwell and his friend the communist Chinese spy. Where is the nation and the world heading to now? Only in the days ahead it will unfold and we will find, hopefully, the truth. I'm Thomas R. Bond. Hear It Now, produced by Thomas R. Bond, associate producers Frank Marks and Lisa M. Bond. Music by Alexandrio Sanini.
I'm your host, Thomas Bond. See you next week at the same time for Hear It Now.